You're listening to the Mind, Melanin, and Soul podcast, where we talk about all things that you didn't know was affecting your mental health. I'm your host, Brianna Daniel Finley, and welcome to the show. One in five adults experience mental illness. One in five. No one can ever use your mental illness against you. We have to have trust yeah. that people can help. I just got a grasp on it in the past year because I've been dealing with anxiety my whole life, so I started doing the therapy for it. But I think the most important thing I got is that everything is connected. My mom has dealt with anxiety, so a lot of times stuff is within your family, but if you never named it, if you didn't... And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, to connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Welcome to this week's episode of My Melanin and Soul. This is episode 24. I think I'm ready for therapy. So this Thursday, today, May 23rd, is actually the last Thursday in Mental Health Awareness Month. And so initially, um, I wanted to start a series actually on attachments this week. But I decided I wanted to debunk some myths today um, and really help people who may have been considering therapy or think they're ready to start therapy. Um, So that's what we're going to do today. It's not going to be super long. Um, I just know that or I feel that therapy can be a great benefit to a lot of people. But the search for a great therapist could make it a little scary and daunting to really get the process started. Not to mention insurance because therapy can seem expensive. Therapy can really be expensive. And understanding your insurance can be a little tricky. And so we're going to walk through those things as well as some myths about therapy on today's episode. So first and foremost, what is the difference between counseling and therapy? Those two terms um, are often used interchangeably, but there is a difference between psychotherapy and psychological counseling. Counseling focuses on specific issues and is designed to help a person address a particular problem. And it's more times um, than not very short term. So for people who use their employee assistance program, most times um, the program allows them a certain amount of sessions that they're allowed to use um, because it's designed to be short term. The focus of counseling may be on problem solving or on learning a specific technique for coping with or avoiding certain problem areas. Psychotherapy, on the other hand, is more long term and it focuses on a broader range of issues. The underlying, the underlying principle is that a person's pattern of thinking or behavior affects the way that person interacts with the world and the people in their world. Um, depending on a specific type of therapy that's being used, whether it's cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, or anything else, um, the goal is to help people to feel better equipped to manage, the, manage their stressors. But this type of therapy is more long-term because... Um, professionals are really trying to take a deeper look at when did you start these patterns and how can we help you to change your way of thinking to improve your life overall. It's not focused on that one short-term issue like counseling is. If I lost you when I started saying things like cognitive behavioral therapy or dialectical behavioral therapy, don't feel bad. It's not something that you have to know or remember. There are just certain modalities that mental health professionals use um, when giving treatment. And so if you ever work with a professional, they will in the very beginning explain what modality they are using and how that works so you can decide if that is right for you. So the one of the biggest things that I want to talk about on this episode is who can you see for therapy? To be honest, that's why I wanted to do this episode. 
One of the biggest myths out there is that the only person that you can see for mental health therapy is a psychologist, and that's just not true. There are so many professionals who are trained, who go through um, a licensure process just to be able to provide you with mental health therapy. And it's great that we understand who can provide us with care because it's already hard enough looking for a therapist that looks like us, that's the same sex as us, and who understands the struggles that we come through. So we don't want to limit our search by only focusing on psychologists. So yes, psychologists do um, provide mental health therapy. Um, They are trained to provide counseling, psychotherapy. Um, They also are able to perform psychological testing to provide treatment for mental disorders. So if you're looking into a psychologist, um, the letters behind their name that you are looking for typically is PhD, PsyD, which is P-S-Y-D, or EDD, which is for um, education and psychology. Next on the list would be a licensed clinical social worker. That's what I am. Um, Social workers are trained um, in psychotherapy. We also go through extensive training and a licensure process to be able to provide you with that therapy. Um, The letters behind our name can oftentimes change by state, um, but if you are in the DMV area, what you will be looking for is a clinical social worker with the letters LCSW-C or LICSW behind their name in order for them to provide you therapy. Now, a L GSW or LMSW can provide you therapy. They are just in the first stage of their licensure. And so they would just have um, somebody providing supervision over them. The next category is licensed mental health counselors. So professional counselors, they either have their master's degree in psychology, it could be in mental health counseling, or they could have specifically studied something such as marriage and family therapy counseling. The letters behind their name is Their names vary as well. Um, They can range from LGPC, LPC, LMFT, and so on. Um, To help you remember this, I did develop last year a guide to therapy. So for Mental Health Awareness Month, I did do some edits to that book, and we're going to re-release it by the end of this week. And so it will be available for you to download to kind of give you a starting point for when you're ready to start therapy what to look for, what questions to ask, and so on. So when you are searching for a therapist, you can look for a mental health counselor, a licensed clinical social worker, or a licensed psychologist. All of these people are able to provide mental health therapy and counseling to you. Other people part of the mental health profession are psychiatrists and psychiatric nurses. So psychiatrists are medical doctors who are trained to prescribe medications to help manage uh, mental disorders from depression and anxiety all the way up the spectrum to schizophrenia um, and bipolar disorder. Psychiatric nurses, they have a specialized training as well um, to kind of step in and they are able to evaluate patients for mental illnesses as well as prescribe and monitor medications just as a psychiatrist would. The process for actually finding a therapist can seem hard, um, and it might actually take you some time. Um, So there are just some things that could be helpful during your search. First and foremost, there are some great 
um, databases out here to help you find a therapist in your area. Um, those include Therapy for Black Girls and Psychology Today. Both of these resources allow for you, one, to search for professionals based on your state, and you can search for professionals based on um, the insurance that you have. So I can go to either one of those websites, um, click on Maryland, and then click on Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. And then the therapists that show up for sure take my insurance because we all know that insurance is a whole nother ball game to consider. On Psychology Today, you can also narrow your search down based on um, zip code. You can narrow down based on if you want a male or female therapist. But let's just say that you want to see somebody who doesn't take your insurance. There are also some things that you can talk to your insurance company about to help make that process easier. Because some insurances do have out-of-network prices um, where you can still see a professional and get reimbursed a certain amount, or you can completely pay out-of-pocket. Um, but if you pay out-of-pocket, it's always a good idea to ask mental health professionals about a sliding scale fee. So a sliding scale fee is basically a, a schedule of fees that most professionals have that allows for you typically will complete an application and that application based on your income will qualify you to receive services at a discounted rate. So never be afraid to ask certain questions so that you can get the treatment that you want. If you are getting treatment through your insurance company, there are some important questions to ask. So one, you want to ask your insurance company, does my health plan include mental health benefits? Mental health benefits do fall under medical benefits, but it's always great to just clarify. You also want to ask, as I mentioned before, what is the reimbursement percent if I see an out-of-network provider, so if you really found somebody that you like that does not have your that doesn't take your insurance, you can call your insurance company and say, "Hey, I found this therapist. They're out of my network. But what? How much money will you reimburse me if I see this professional?" You also want to ask if you have a deductible. So sometimes. Our insurance plan requires us to spend a certain amount of money out of pocket before they start to cover um, services in full. And so if you do have a deductible, you want to find out if you met that yet. And if you didn't meet that yet, you will be responsible for paying the therapist 100% of the cost. And then once you reach your deductible, then your services will be covered in full or you may have a copay. Which brings us to the next point. You want to find out what is the copay for mental health therapy. It can range anywhere from $10 to $40 or whatever, but you definitely want to be aware of what is your financial responsibility at the end of every session with a the therapist. You also want to ask, does your plan limit how many sessions per calendar year you are allowed to have with a therapist. Some plans allow you to have unlimited sessions as many as you want, and other times they only allow a certain amount. So it's great to get that information up front so that you can come up with a treatment plan with your therapist when you meet. And lastly, you want to ask if you need written approval from your primary care physician in order for services to be covered. So sometimes our insurance plan requires that we get a referral for a specialist from our primary care provider. And you want to ask that up front because 
if you go to a mental health provider without that referral and you really needed one, then you almost were wasting your time because you wouldn't be able to see them, okay? So if you are doing therapy um, with your insurance, that is some questions that you want to ask. And those questions too will be in the guide for therapy that's going to come out at the end of this week. So the last thing that we are going to do on today's episode is to debunk some myths about mental health and mental health therapy. So myth number one, mental health conditions are not common. Um, That is not true. (laughs) That is a myth. The fact is that mental illness is more prevalent than people may think. One in five Americans experience it in their lifetime, and one in 25 Americans experience a serious mental illness in any given year. So there is a difference between mental health and mental illness. Um, We won't get into that just because it will take a whole lot of time, but there is a difference. And so um, don't be caught up in the stigmas because you don't have to be crazy, quote unquote, to receive mental health care and treatment. Myth number two, mental illness is the result of bad parenting. The fact is, children can and do have mental health conditions. Um, Research shows that one in five children between the ages of 13 and 18 actually have or will have a mental illness. Um, 50% of lifetime cases for any of us usually begin by age 14. Environmental factors and trauma can affect a person's mental health, but so can biological factors as well myth number three people are faking it or doing it for attention fact is no one would choose to have a mental illness just as no one would choose to have a physical illness even though um depression and anxiety seems to be very common it's not that people are faking it it's more so that people are learning more um about their symptoms and they're able to put a name to what's really going on with them. And that's a, a great thing because once we name something, we can be able to handle it. Myth number four, people with mental health problems are violent and unpredictable. The fact is the vast majority of people with mental health problems are no more likely to be violent than anybody else. Most people with mental illness are not violent and only three to five percent of violent acts can be attributed to people who are considered mentally ill. Myth number five, people with mental health needs, even those who are managing their mental health or mental illness cannot tolerate the stress of holding down a job. The fact is people with mental health problems are just as productive as other employees. Employers who hire people with mental health problems report good attendance and punctuality as well as motivation. So don't let the fear of losing a job Um, or being criticized at work stop you from getting mental health treatment if you feel that you need it. Myth number six, I think six, y'all, I'm losing count. (laughs) Personality weaknesses or character flaws cause mental health problems. People with mental health problems can snap out of it if they try hard enough. That is a myth. The fact is that mental health problems have nothing to do with people being lazy or weak. Um, It's not something that you can just snap out of because there are biological factors such as your genes and physical illnesses um, or even our brain chemistry that contributes to mental health issues as well as life experience that cause trauma um, because research shows there 
there's a trauma brain. Um, if you compare a brain that's experienced trauma compared to a quote unquote normal brain, there are differences. Um, just to show that, you know, we can't necessarily deal with things the same way. Myth number seven, there is no hope for people with mental health problems. Once a friend or family member develops mental health problems, he or she will never recover. The fact is that studies show that people with mental health problems get better and many can recover completely. Recovery refers to the process in which people are able to live, work, and learn and participate fully in their daily lives. Um, there are treatment services and community support systems to help people live their lives, but the idea is that you can recover once your mental health issue or illness no longer impacts your daily functioning. Two more, guys. <laughs> Myth number nine, therapy and self-help are a waste of time. Why bother when you can just take a pill? Um, the fact is that treatment for mental health problems varies depending on the individual. It could include medication, it could include just therapy, or it could include both. However, many people who have medication um, do both because it's not always just about the pill. Um, we, have to, we need therapy to teach us skills to really learn how to deal with interpersonal problems and not just try to push them away. And lastly, myth number 10, prevention does not work. It's impossible to prevent mental illness. The fact is, prevention of mental, emotional, and behavior disorders focuses on addressing the risk factors such as exposure to trauma. Remember, we just talked about the trauma brain, how that affects children into their adulthood. Um, and if we tackle those things in the very beginning, it can help our adult life and help to promote social and emotional well-being of children and youth to help lead to better productivity, better educational outcome, lower crime rates, stronger communities, um, and better overall physical and mental health. So this, guys, was a great conversation. Um, I hope that outside of the podcast that you actually paid attention to some of the things that might have been going on at your jobs or on social media this month. Again, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I personally believe that anybody could benefit from mental health therapy because, as the, we talked about in the last month, it can be preventative. I do believe that mental health is preventative because if I can learn coping strategies or I can learn skills to better communicate, I can avoid having certain issues that I've had in the past or just know how to better approach them. And just to put it out there, I am a therapist who has a therapist. So last year was the first time I started seeing um, a therapist and it was one of the best decisions that I could do. One, because I take on a lot from other people that I work with um, just by listening to their stories, but then I also have my own life that isn't perfect. So you do not have to be crazy. You do not have to have an actual illness. Um, you don't even have to necessarily have a, dis a disorder or a problem such as anxiety or depression to want to go and talk some to talk to somebody. Um, again, the guide to therapy is going to be re-released by the end of this week. The guide to therapy was designed to provide you with information on who you can see for therapy, um, what questions to ask your insurance company if you're using insurance, what questions you need to ask yourself, how to prepare for your first session, and most importantly, it has real stories from real people who look just like us 
African-American, black and brown people who share their first experience with therapy. I updated um, this PDF and it will be available for you by the end of the week. So until next time, guys, live well, be well.